We live in a uh, society. <laughs> I was really trying not to say that, but that's all I could think of. Join Pikachu Ash in the game. The Mandalorian is great in the new series, and the. Let's check out what's new in the world of pop culture with your hosts, John, Tim, and Quentin, and a podcast we call Rewind and Rewind. All right, guys. So here's a dad joke for you. You, you know, how you, how's, your, uh, how's your year going so far? Insert little Uzi meme. I wish I had a, I I wish we had cameras because like I just I just made like a Quentin face. Is that a little boozy meme? <laughs> I don't know. I only been here three days. I don't know. I don't I don't follow that man's career. Oh no! This happened like last year. Like there's like a bunch of kids on a school bus, and uh, they're like, "Oh, Uzi, how do you like it out here?" He's like, "Oh no! I only been here three days." And then the third day of every fucking month, people would post that. Wait. Is little Uzi in high school? No, no, God, no. He was just—he was just like out on the streets, and like kids in a in a school bus saw him, so they're oh, like, oh okay, yeah. yeah. As young as these fucking SoundCloud kids get. I think he's in his twenties. All right, fair enough. I feel like there are a, a lot of very young stars out there nowadays. Oh yeah, it's the beauty of the internet, baby. Like, Bad Baby or whatever. When she, like, 14 when she started doing her shit. Yeah, but that's because of Dr. Phil. I thought you meant Duh Baby for a minute. Duh Baby. <laughs> Formerly Baby Jesus. I know nothing about Duh Baby other than the memes about Duh Baby. My favorite Duh Baby moment was when uh, he was still referred to as Baby Jesus and he went to Rolling Loud uh, in nothing but a diaper. Who's uh my favorite my favorite uh SoundCloud rap this is for real my favorite SoundCloud rapper story is how uh uh Boonk is just like a union bricklayer now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, like Boonk the the YouTube guy. Boonk gang. Uh, Boonk gang, the guy who filmed himself getting head on Instagram Live. <laughs> oh, did he? I just know about his like prank channel or whatever on YouTube. No, he was an Instagram guy. Yeah, he well, he was like very, he was very like briefly a like rapper, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, for like three weeks, and then he quit and became a union union bricklayer. Yeah, dude, <laughs> he basically like, which is like no mad pro- mad props for him to, for getting out of that before like things got bad, like it did for so many other young people. Like, oh, dude, things rap like stars. did get pretty bad for him though. Like, he was like on a lot of fucking drugs. Like he, that. Yeah, I think much, that's why he got out. Yeah, but like, he, like went to rehab. And, like, I guess I basically mean he didn't die. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. He's uh living the the honest life now. <laughs> it's just so it's just so funny to me every time someone brings it up. I wonder what his coworkers think of all his face tattoos. I mean, I would just be straight up and be like, yeah, I did some stupid <laughs> shit. You can look it up. You can look it up. I just can't imagine what I would say to myself in the mirror a lot of the times. Yeah, I did some stupid like, shit. I feel like I'd get tired of it. Oh, probably. Because, like, sometimes, you know, like, I have them, like, on my body to where it's like I forget I have them. 
But like if they're on my face and I saw them every day, I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking tired of this. Sh- looking at this shit. Like if you had bacon, if you had bacon cross on your face. If, oh, if I had bacon mm-hmm. cross on my face, I that'd be bad. I'd have a I have a skin graft done. Get some ash cheek on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's the new year. New year, new me. Not it's, yeah, it's not. new year. Uh, new new schedule going on. Uh, we new are a day late because I suck and um, um and my power went out for twenty hours. But we will we'll try to be a little bit better from here on out. But you know, twenty twenty one here in Indiana has kind of sucked already. We had ice rain, yeah, which is great, which destroyed half the power infrastructure of my town. So yeah. I am surprised though that now being on, you know, the fire department, I didn't get any calls through this. So I'm very happy. I want to say that I'm very happy that everyone kind of stayed home it seemed. Yeah, that's cuz everybody uh everybody ditched their home phones and everybody's cell phones died because they didn't have power, so they weren't able to call. Mm. Oh yeah, so yeah, maybe there was yeah, maybe people are frozen on the side of the road thawing out right now. It's like that lady in Target. Couple of, like five, probably almost ten years ago now. What? Some some lady passed away in her car in Target and the uh, at the Target in the city you live in, Quentin. Oh. And uh, the snowplow covered her car and they didn't find her until the snow melted. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. I don't think I ever heard about it. Yep, yeah. that happened. That was a thing. Wow. Well, on that dark note, how has your guys's weeks been? Um, other than the power outage, it's fine. There hasn't been, you know, we're already kind of, oh, oh, it's only the second. The, the, the Iran thing happened like the third last year, right? Yeah. We still got time. We still got 17 more days for the world to explode. (laughs) Potentially. See how it goes. Fingers crossed. Still waiting on that stimulus check though here. Come on. I got mine. So I'll got to go to fixing McConnell's house after someone vandalized it last night. Yeah, dude. Somebody got Mitch McConnell and somebody got uh, Pelosi. Pelosi. Good. <laughs> fuck both of them. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, Quentin, how's your week been? Uh, pretty good. I should Same old, same old. I'm just doing my Yu-Gi-Oh bullshit. One of my friends bought me Minecraft. Uh... So I've been playing Minecraft. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing in that game. It's just like, I'm like, hey guys, like, what what do I do? They're like, oh, build a pickaxe. I'm like, okay, how do I do that? They're like, you gotta make a crafting table. I'm like, how the fuck do I do that? And it's just like, there's a lot to learn. I think I forget how to play Minecraft every single time I play it. It's intimidating. There's a lot going on. I'm just like, I'm just gonna hollow out this hill and make a house in here and be a hobbit. One of my old co-workers... Uh, used to have, like, an automated farm. Yeah, dude, like, that's how that's how it is on this fucking realm my friends have. It's, like, all this crazy yeah. shit's going on. I'm just like, bro, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. My ass is just like, yo, I want to build a house and just mine as deep as I can. Yeah, me, big dig, <laughs> me dig big hole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I play the same way. We'd, we'd have the perfect realm. <laughs> just holes. Just holes. Just two, it's just two wooden houses and then like shaft mines going down. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like the movie Holes, but in Minecraft. 
I'm sure we could get like a Shia LaBeouf skin. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I mean, if I have an what was his friend? Huh? What was his friend? I'll be the friend. You can be Shia. Oh, God. I don't remember anybody's names from Holes. I don't either. Uh, Talking about Zero. Zero. Yeah, Hector Zeroni. Gotta carry me up the mountain, baby. People just forget the Dual Hill, or however you pronounce this guy's name. Dule Hill. Wasn't that? I don't know who that is. Uh, well, he was in Muppet Babies for one episode. He was in the hit show Psych on T or on uh, AB- USA. <laughs> he was Basketball Boy in the show Ghostwriter for one episode. <laughs> yep, that I don't know why I don't know him from all of those hit hit roles he's had. <laughs> I don't know, it's just wild, huh? Everybody knows those roles. Come on. Um. I also have been binging uh, Adventure Time and uh, hey, season five. They start getting some fucking like celebs on the show, dude. Just wait until the finale when you realize who's playing one of the main characters. I'm not going to say <laughs> anything more than that. We'll see. But no, dude, fucking season five has like Johnny Pemberton, Duncan Trussell, uh, uh, Aziz and Zari, all within like five mm-hmm. episodes of each oh, other. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Well, I remember the disease is Prismo. They had Donald Faison there too, don't they? What? Didn't Donald Faison in that season too? From Scrubs, the black guy? Oh, I don't know. You mean the guy who stole the dance from Fortnite? (laughs) I'm not uh, well acquainted enough with his voice to pick it out in a lineup of cartoon characters. I'll be honest with you. He's in it at some point. I just, Donald Faison. I can't I remember what season he was in, but I know he was on it. I could not tell you. Also, fucking, I, I can't put my finger on it, but the voice actor for Billy sounds super familiar, too. Billy? Billy! You might be onto something. Oh, and then fucking Jake's kids are, like, voiced by half the people from Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Yup. I, uh-huh. I was like, I realized that the other night. What and the I was like, fuck? What? Billy's played by Lou Ferrigno. Okay, that ex- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes so much. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, keep your uh, keep your eyes peeled. Once me and Tim finish, well, I don't know, Tim. Did you already finish the binge? Uh, yeah, I looked up a essential episodes thing. Oh, I might okay. go back and watch the filler because those were actually kind of enjoyable. I love the. Filler. I just wanted to get through like the main story. Once once I finish the binge, we might have an Adventure Time episode for all you guys. Apparently, John Donald Faison was Princess Cookie. Yeah, oh, he was Princess Cookie. I just don't okay. remember what season it was. I think that was five. Might have been four. I don't know. I'm going to be real. Like, watching the finale and then, like, one of the new specials on HBO Go had me, like, a little bit, like, nostalgia teary-eyed. Just, like, oh, the show's over. I really loved this show. I got the same way when I finished the series, too. Yeah, it was, um... There's just stuff that happens that I'm like, oh. Well, it's like you don't want it... You start getting close to the end of it, and you don't want it to end. I Yeah, I, I literally waited. I put off, like, a week to start season 10. Because I just didn't want it to be over. And season 10 is only, like, eight episodes. Yeah, it sucks. Because cause you go into it... Like, well, I went in straight into it. And I was assuming it was a full season, and I never looked. And then it ended, and I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? 
Just like oh, if you're watching no. it on Hulu, by the way, Quentin, there's just a random episode that's out of sequence and it's at the very bottom, not in any of the seasons. Yeah, I'm watching it on Hulu. So be careful of that. I think that's in season ten. You'll know when you get there. There's just like a random. It goes from like episode eight to episode ten, and episode nine is like it's listed under specials for some reason, but it's a normal fifteen minute episode. Interesting. I'll keep an eye out. Like I said, I'm only on season five right now, so I'm like halfway there. Yeah. Shit gets uh, a little bit goofy in a good way. <laughs> uh, so what about John? How was his week? What did he do? Uh, I've just I've just been working on the house. I had a couple of days off because of you know Christmas, and then now with New Year's, so it was kind of nice. And then um, beyond that, I've just been really just binging uh, Dragon Ball Super. Because I <laughs> fell really far behind, so I'm just binging the fuck out of it. I I love it and hate it all in the same sentence. I was going to ask, how do you feel about them still letting Kira Toriyama write things? I mean, like, I... Is that a bad thing or a good thing? Really? Uh, me and our friend Alex, who's also really, really into Dragon Ball, have come to the conclusion that Akira Toriyama's not that great <laughs> of a writer. He's really good at designing characters. It's- it's very sloppy writing. Yeah, but his writing is really not great, and they keep letting him do it. I mean, who else can you get to stretch thirty minutes of to write thirty GT. minutes of content into fifteen episodes, or just write GT in general? Yeah, it's just um, I don't know. Like, it makes me nostalgic for Z a lot of the times, and Dragon Ball too, because they do do some kind of callbacks to Dragon Ball a lot too. To where, and then I get to see, you know, my favorite characters all the time, but it's just they redo things a lot from past, you know, Z and Dragon Ball. Like, they kind of revisit a lot of the same kind of stories just with new bad guys. I love it, but the writing is very, very lazy. I watched, um... The hit movie Dragon Ball Evolution for the first time in, like, within the last two weeks. Yes. And that was something. It's a work of art. It's almost like we should maybe do a video on it. I just thought about it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. Because that's yeah, just... yeah, I feel like we'll all have things to say about how f- that movie is. Because it's like whoever wrote the script for that movie watched the first Dragon Ball. Like... Just the main like, episodes, none yeah, of the filler. Like, I don't even think they watched the main all of the main episodes. I think they watched like the first five episodes. Were like, and then maybe okay, the last this is, fight. This is the villain. Yeah, and yeah. then they were like, "This is the villain. This is the motivation." All right, let's go. And then immediately after they did that, they watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, and God. then just they even f- call it Airbender. Yes, because like they do, they call a lot of things stuff that they do in Avatar and it's like uh what the fuck guys yeah I, I there's no defense for that movie it's really really bad <laughs> we we have to do a movie review on it now Quentin have you ever seen it no you're in for a treat you're in oh for boy. it god damn alright well it's got Texas Battle in it I forgot about that wait what you know the action star Texas Battle <laughs> I don't know what his real name is. I think that's his, like, stage oh, name. yeah. 
He's in like a lot of really low budget action movies right now because I think he knows someone who does those movies. Uh, but he's in Dragon Ball Evolution. I don't know why. He's pretty much just like the ripped, uh, ripped black dude that you can put yeah, in a fighting that's, movie. Yeah, that's his character in Dragon Ball Evolution too. That's <laughs> all it is. Well, I guess that's our week. So maybe we we should get to today's topic. I don't know. Before we before we actually do a movie review on Dragon Ball Evolution without even having it in front of us. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about Let's talk about the news. Whatever we're gonna talk. All right. So we're gonna yeah. So we're kind of just gonna make a whole episode today about you know usually our little like five minute segment about you know pop culture news thing we're just gonna go through and talk about what we're excited for for 2021 um a lot of stuff got pushed a lot of stuff you know moved out to 2021 so there is a lot of shit that looks like it's coming out so we're just gonna roll through it so first on the agenda is movies so uh um real quick if you don't mind it's not a movie from this year but has anyone watched the new Wonder Woman movie? Uh, no, I have not. I have because that movie is bad. I they have a, a it's set it in bad? 1984 and somebody's wearing a Cro-Mag shirt, but the the album on the shirt didn't come out till 1986. So uh, actually, it's a bad movie. I've heard it's a bad movie for other reasons, but if you're gonna have punk references in a, a movie, solid complaint. Have the punk references be correct, okay? I heard a lot of reviews on that. It was. It was disappointing for what they showed us in the trailers versus what they oh, actually come came on. up with. I don't know. I the haven't seen that, it yet. That shitty like CG design for Cheetah, and you're telling me this was like, supposed to be a fucking groundbreaking movie. Oh, I never. It was never going to be a groundbreaking. No, I'm not movie saying that you off. thought that. <laughs> like, I don't think I. I but hope no people... one thought that. Oh, dude. When I first saw that, like, the CG that was in these trailers, I was like, this is not, this is like some classic DC stank. We live in a, uh... Society. (laughs) I was really trying not to say that, but that's all (laughs) I could think of. But we live in a time where CGI is so much better than what they're using. I don't understand. Just movies in general right now. You get CGI and you're like, wow, this is shit. I feel like it goes to the lowest bidder, like, studio. They're like, yeah, we can do this for $100,000. And then you get, like... But then you get trash. Yeah. I I was trying to think of an example, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Unless Disney's backing you, you have terrible CGI. And even if Disney's backing you, sometimes you have it. Yeah, sometimes you get movies like Mulan. Oh, God. Let's not talk about Mulan. Okay, let's not. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about movies, so what movies are you guys looking forward to this year? Because I've, I've got a list. I have one. <laughs> I see that. And yeah. that movie is the Bob Berge movie. I on, I had no idea that there's a Bob Ber- Bob's Burgers movie coming out, but there oh, is. Bob Berge. Uh, I'm not really entirely sure what it's about. Like, I, I couldn't find, like, a lot of uh, information on, like, the story of it. I just know... I. That was another show during Bob, uh, Bobby's gonna make a big a big big burgie. Bobby make big burgie. But yeah, no, that was like another one of the shows that I binged uh with uh Hannah during 
quarantine. Well, they're still in quarantine and all that fun stuff. But uh, as someone who didn't watch it before this year, and then I watched it, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty fucking good. And then uh, look at that. Randomly, we're getting a movie next year. So it's exciting. Yeah, I I saw some stuff on it, but I wasn't sure to believe it right away because it kind of just came out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's definitely like a real thing. Like it just kind of random, yeah. though, because what the show's been over for like a couple years i think mm, i think you're correct i don't know exactly when it ended. maybe a year or two yeah it's just like I what the remember. fuck okay but i mean that's that's really the only movie that uh tickled my jimmies is it still technically running because imdb has listed a 2011 to blank i is thought it? that they were talking about more seasons oh. I think they were taking like a hiatus. The so show going to be okay, like okay. So at the very bottom of the the Simpsons movie type deal, right. I think. Probably. Oh. The show has been renewed past its current eleventh for a twelfth and thirteenth production cycle, and a feature film of the animated series is scheduled to release on April 9th, twenty twenty one. So they kind of did pull a Simpsons kind of thing, <laughs> where everyone thought it was going to end, and then they got renewed with a movie. Fuck it. I actually rewatched the Simpsons movie not too long ago, and like honestly, it's not too bad. I don't think it's not horrible. No. There's like scenes of it where I'm just like, this is dumb, and I don't. I think you could take a lot of it out and just have a normal episode. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, it was just like a long episode of the Simpsons, if anything. Yeah. Or like they could cut a lot of stuff and have an hour long special, but like for it to be what an hour and a half, hour and forty five, or whatever it. It left me bored at one point. Hey, at the beginning... But there was a lot of good scenes. At the very beginning of the movie, there was that joke that Homer made about, like, why would you pay money to see this in theaters when you could just watch the cartoon at home when it was, like, the itchy and scratchy movie? So I I think they were aware. It was definitely, like, a a self-aware movie. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, when that movie came out, and I was like... Let's see, when did it come out? Um, I was probably, like, 10... Or so, maybe? Uh, 2007, so I would have been 12. That's about what I thought. And they showed they showed a fucking wiener, dude, and I was like, am I allowed to watch this? <laughs> My parents are going to turn off the movie screen. They're going to tell the theater attendants, stop. Yeah. What are you excited for? I got a list. Uh, I think we share some so we can talk about them as I go. We do. Um, my first one is No Time to Die, the movie that was supposed to come out, like, last year, and and then quarantine happened, and uh, because I think it's an MGM movie, let me check. Uh, I believe so. Uh, of course they were like, uh, actually, it's, we're gonna wait for a whole year. So. I believe so. Yeah, it's an MGM movie. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, uh, we need to make money, so... Our big Bond movie is going to wait about a year and a half to be released. Table it. Even though every other thing is like, mm, you'll still make your money. <laughs> Just make it a $5 rental on Amazon. People will fucking do it. I might. Oh, for No Time to Die? Oh, yeah. You do $10 and people would do it. Oh, absolutely. I would, probably. I might actually watch uh, more movies this year considering I don't have to spend $50 at the movie theater. God. Yeah, if they if they made a digital release thing and like, oh, you know, t- give me ten bucks and just rent the movie, I would do it. Yeah, because but, you like but, you go to the movie. But the theater. thing is, is that 
Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, you go to the movie theater and there's all these hidden costs. It's like you get tickets, you know, for an okay price, you know, like, but then you go in and pay a bunch of fucking money at snacks and shit that you need to get unless you steal them, you know, bring them in illegally. But like, I don't know. It just gets too expensive. I agree. Remember, kids, breaking the law is badass. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, I think their thing is, well, we can charge, why charge only $10 and wait, let a family watch it? We can, we can charge $40 and the same family has to watch it that way. Yes. And it's all these fucking old stuffed up people in Hollywood being like, we need more money to add to our vaults of billions. Well, I'm getting, I'm kind of getting annoyed because like they're saying not being able to watch movies is ruining cinema, but I think not releasing movies is doing more harm at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what's killing cinema? Uh, Shitty movies. Yeah, that, but like also, like you're not releasing anything, so like how are you supposed to be staying afloat right now? Yeah. Like how are we supposed to enjoy the cinema if you're not going to give it to us? See, that's a thing, right? Is that theaters have a very high amount of overhead, and I don't know how much money they make. Probably a decent amount, but I feel like these movie companies... If a movie doesn't make twenty million over its budget, it's considered a failure these days for these big studios. Yeah. So, imagine the amount of money that they have just sitting around, and they don't really care if they, because they already paid for the stars, they already paid for the editors, the directors, they already paid for all that, but they still have billions and billions of dollars. So, what the fuck do they care if they sit on it for six months? It's not like their inventory goes bad like food does at the theater. There's no price of. There's no price of, uh, you know, what do they call it when stuff sits in a warehouse, whatever that cost is called. There's no cost of that for them. Yeah, because they already had it budgeted. Yeah. So it's not like a, like you said, yeah, they're not losing money. And I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of examples of movies coming out way past their initial release date that still did relatively well. Tenet, high among them, I think Tenet did very well for being released six months after because Crystal Nolan was a fucking asshole. Yeah, uh, there's also a lot of examples too, though, where they sit on a movie for too long and people lose interest. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to be honest with you, No Time to Die is No Time to Die is very much one of those movies because I forgot that movie was even coming out until I saw trailers of it starting this year of like finally coming to theaters. Yeah. Same with Godzilla vs Kong, the next movie on my list. I forgot I, this movie was coming out. I'm. I completely forgot. <laughs> and I'm only looking forward to it because I like creature features like this, and even if it's bad like King of Monsters was, I'll probably still watch it. I don't feel like creature features have a market anymore. Like, I feel like people are writing them terribly. I would tend to agree with you. Like, I I think there's a market for them. I feel like no one can write a good one anymore, though. I think people are trying too hard to make it like the okay so Godzilla the original Godzilla or Gojira whatever you want to call it the original was very much an anti-nuclear weapons slash war movie but it didn't pound you over the head with that these new ones they're like "Uh, we are the monsters and it's like okay yeah I agree with you you're not wrong but just let me see some fucking big monsters fight 
I want to turn my brain off for an hour and a half and just watch fucking big CG monsters beat the shit out of each other. That's it. I want to see monkey versus lizard. Okay. Yes. Well, it's like, let's talk about it in a month. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> let's talk about the specifics in a month. Just give me the monsters. Yeah, you don't have to, to like... right now. That's the problem with a lot of writing and, like, a lot of cinema is, like, everyone's trying to say, oh, well, I have a message, but, like, they're just like, here's my message. They don't, like, let you read into a movie. It's, it's stupid. It sucks. You don't have your own, uh thoughts about a movie like you know like you used to even reading books and stuff or you know watching older movies like people would debate on meanings behind these movies or behind these books and now there is no debate the fun part's gone yeah you know because a week a week after the movie releases the director's like oh this is what this means that or it literally like you said earlier it beats you over the head so much when you're in the cinema that you walk out knowing yeah, 100%. Like, there's no, like, debate in your head or debate in the car on the way home with, you know, whoever you went and saw it with kind of thing that you used to get. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have... It's too literal. We don't have, um... Oh, my God, he's one of my favorite directors. Why can't I think of his name? Kubrick. We don't have Kubrick around anymore to give us subtext, so... Fuck it. Somebody will... There's a lot of there's, directors, there's I think, coming of, um, out now that are doing good, but... I don't know who directed specifically the movie um, The Lighthouse, I think, was a good one that had stuff like that. Midsummer. Mm-hmm. I'm looking... I'm. These are just A24 movies, because A24 is killing it the last few years. A24, like, I feel like a, a lot of people are like... They're like, oh, these are great movies, but then no one can name anybody that's directing them and they're coming out with awesome shit yeah so because uh what hereditary is an a24 movie too isn't it mm-hmm. i think that was directed by oh, i used to know it was it's not ari aster is it i think it's ari aster yeah it is it's ari aster he he did the it's the same because he's the one that did midsummer mm-hmm, too right mm-hmm. and midsummer and hereditary are both like very much of subtext movies, which I very much I appreciate, and A twenty four makes a ton of them. Like, I think mm-hmm. a, well, I think they distributed it. I don't think A twenty four had anything to do with the production of Parasite, but I think they distributed it in the West, if I'm not mistaken. That wouldn't surprise me. Let me. Uh, I don't. It doesn't even matter. But I'm gonna check anyway. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. No air. Um. A24 is killing it. I think that's even one of the movie, their movies on my list. Not next, but the next one after that. The Green Knight. That's an A24 movie. It's apparently about... It's like a medieval horror about King Arthur, which is fine by me. Yeah, it looks... It looked pretty fucking trippy when I watched the trailer. I was like, um, yes, please. Yeah, dude, it looks very interesting. And I'm excited to see how it turns out. Uh, it's directed by David Lowry, who I don't know what else he's done. Mm, really? He's done, like, Disney stuff. Oh, A Ghost Story. I love this movie. I'm excited already. I realize he directed the, um, 2017's A Ghost Story. I love that movie. Uh, but then, yeah, it's... 
Green Knight looks interesting. What's next? Um, Spiral. That movie also got pushed back like a year and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm excited because it's supposed to be like the revival of the like the Saw franchise. Uh, I'm excited to see it fail and how bad it is because I have a feeling it's not going to be very good. I feel like it's either going to be good or bad. It's not going to be anywhere in between because like Chris Rock uh, is like... Yeah came out and he's like oh i love this saw series so i want to you know keep it going with this movie and it's like is it gonna be a failed passion project or is he actually gonna embody a lot of the original shit listen man chris rock was really good on fargo season four like he's one of the standouts of that season i haven't seen much of fargo yet but i like chris rock a lot i think he could do a decent job it's just i i worry i agree i hope he embodies the early saw movies not the later ones dude they started going downhill at two i like two still it it had bad acting and a little lazy writing yeah Yeah, like the grand idea of like the trap house not the ones you're thinking of out there people (laughs) (laughs) but like it was cool i thought that was a cool idea so Jigsaw's wife would be considered what the trap queen. <laughs> uh, then I think we also have the shared of the Suicide Squad. I mean, the first one set such sci- such high standards that uh... I want to believe. Oh boy, did it! I agree with that statement. <laughs> I watched um, I watched a. So I watched. I think it's called Insider. They do like. This expert analyzes scenes from movies about their oh, yeah. field, and there was one about like a, a historian of ta- uh, tattooery. Is that the noun for that? Tattooing. Of tattoos. Sure. Let's, let's just say that. Tattooing. Tattooing. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's that's good. He's like a professor of that at uh, like some English big English university, and they showed him the Suicide Squad stuff, and he's like, "This whoever put that." Uh, thing on that text on his forehead just took like a like a font sample and then like airbrushed it on it's so bad yeah that's that's most of the tattoos on the joker's body and same with the uh, diablos yeah he's i think the i think the professor was like yeah this looks just it just looks like like edgelord things that they put on him for the sake of making him look like an edgy criminal they could have even made it look like like a ballpoint pen like a stick and poke and i think it would have been like like yeah, he did it in they, prison or didn't. something while he's like you know or did it to himself mm-hmm. and it could have looked really like rigid and something and it could have made it look better if they wanted to go that route but i don't even know why they went that route they someone sat down with the joker for an extended period of time to give him those <laughs> tattoos in universe because they're way too elaborate like you said to be like stick and poke prison tattoos so I don't know. Yeah. Could you imagine being the tattoo artist for the Joker? Yeah, you get paid in death. Yeah. He'd probably turn the tattoo gun on you. I can make this tattoo gun disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, so we'll we'll (laughs) see if Suicide Squad does any any good. I, I think the cast... I'm excited for Weasel. I'm... Just worried because of the sheer amount of people that are in it. 
Yeah. They pulled some real Z-listers from the, like the Suicide Squad backlogs. And it's like, I don't I don't know. I feel like half of them aren't going to make it past like minute 20. No, they're dev yeah, they're definitely going to do like a Deadpool 2 and just kill off like a bunch of the cast. I know like Peacemaker is probably going to make it cuz he has an HBO series now or will. But beyond that, Weasel will make Polka it. Dot's probably gone. I don't see him making it very well long. What about um oh God, what's that guy's name? The guy who sees like is he in it even? Uh hold on. I don't know if I'm trying to think of this this specific supervillain, and I'm not even sure if he's in it. Let me let me go. <laughs> I know like King Shark will probably yeah, make it because like he's you. you know a comic book favorite. Is Baby Shark gonna be in it? I fucking hate you. I mean, he kind of looks like Baby Shark. He looks like a goober. I can't remember this guy's name. No, not Crazy Quilt. Rainbow Raider. Is Rainbow Raider in this movie? I don't think so. I kind of hope he is, but uh, I doubt it. Two? Because Rainbow Raider has these stupidest, like, criminal backstories. Like, I was born colorblind. No. I steal color. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I, he's in like, this. know vaguely of him, but I can't remember a lot of Apparently him. he appeared in the film Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And then that's his only film appearance. Underused. Underused Let's for such a Z-lister. Apparently he was a Flash villain, though, so... They can do it. We need some of those, like, obscure fucking villains from, uh, the Batman Lego movie. Rainbow, Rainbow Raider, though, uh, split Batman up. Um, at 1.2 into a different, a bunch of different... Oh, yeah! Batmans, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Batman. sure you're and right. Like, and, and one of them, one of Batman... <laughs> the only reason I remember this is I'm pretty sure it's the same one that a pink Batman comes about and he's gay. And rereading it, they were not very kind to gay people back then. No. And it was very... It, it did not hold up very well. Rainbow once traded opponents with Batman villain Dr. Double X after meeting a motivational therapist. Both of them were defeated by Batman and Flash, so maybe that was the part. It might have been. Yeah, and then he says he appears in some other stuff. Whatever. Um, Next on my list... Apparently there's a Jackass movie scheduled for this year. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what it's going to be or who's going to be in it because half of the cast is... I don't think they talk to each in other. In a wheelchair? Yes, also that. I know, like, Knoxville... Recent, no, there was, like, a recent thing that Steve-O did on his own with, like, a lot of the Jackass crew. Yeah, because I know Knoxville and Steve-O are, like, really good friends still. Do you think we can get Knoxville to shoot himself in the chest again? I'm sure they'll do something. Like, if they're bringing back Jackass, they're bringing out every fucking smoking gun that they can at this point. What else can they do at this point? How many jokes do you think they're going to be made at the expense of Bam's alcoholism? Hopefully none. Hopefully none, none of those jokes are in it, but... Yeah. Because they're all old enough now where it's like, hey, we've all gone through substance shit. Maybe we shouldn't. Uh... I don't think there's a person on Jackass that didn't have a substance abuse problem. Yeah. 
I am almost certain all of them had an issue. I was about to say, Steve-O is uh, very open about his uh, abuse of every sub every substance. Mostly much. nitrous towards the end there. He did like nitrous. He loved nitrous, man. He was huffing the fuck out of that. He wanted to go fast. I remember seeing like a... I don't, I don't know if it was a documentary or a TV special, but they went into his apartment and there was fucking nitrous cans everywhere. Like all over the place. Might have been his episode of MTV Cribs. I don't think it was that, but... Could have I, been. Only, I only ever think about nitrous in like the blue Fast and Furious cans, so... Oh, no. This was like... They were using like whipped cream dispensers to do it. Whip like yeah, they're yeah they're oh like the industrial like nitrous cylinders you can yeah. buy. I'm assuming okay yeah or not industrial but like culinary ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then real quick to rattle off my last two, Dune and the Batman. Both movies I think got pushed back. Dune for sure did because it's supposed to come out late 2020, and the Batman, God knows, might be 2022 now. Probably. I heard last that it could be pushed back to very late. 2021 or 2022 wouldn't be surprised i don't know yeah um mine are almost all the same i mean ghostbusters and morbius are supposed to come out both are probably at this point have been forgotten about so they're probably going to be a very lackluster uh i don't think anyone even knew about the morbius trailer to begin with so it was a very short Ghostbusters is another series that uh, it's a uh, past, pre- not prequels, but past releases uh, have set a very high standard for the uh, series. So mm-hmm. let's uh, hope this newest one can uh, live up to those. It has Paul Rudd, and I like Paul when you Rudd, have such so we'll see comedy genius moments. Is uh, a loud noise happening? Chris Hemsworth covering his eyes. You know, you can only go up from there. <laughs> Um, A Quiet Place 2 I'm excited for I really did like the first one and we're supposed to get to know more about you know the situation in the second one Um, Black Widow is supposed to come out I don't really care anymore at all Same. Um, Venom is supposed to come out which I think it was slated for 2021 anyways but also not overly excited about but we'll, I'm going to watch it that's why I put a lot of these on here, is because I'm going to watch them. Gotta go get them. <laughs> Venom. I hope he makes Venom too. Yeah, get in trouble <laughs> just singing that. Um, uh, I think we're off key enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Candyman, I am really excited for. What is They're supposed to be bringing back Candyman. What? Well, I don't even know. What is Candyman? Candyman was... Uh, it's a a horror movie it's a horror movie about a son of a slave who was murdered it was a son of a slave that was murdered for um, sleeping with a white woman pretty much and then he basically does like he haunts like the projects in Chicago it's not a a joke unfortunately yeah the original one was all filmed in Chicago and they actually used a lot of real gang members fun fact like in the shots, so I don't know. I'm really excited. It's one of my f- one of my favorite horror movies. 
the second and third one were like decent, but really Tony Todd made them good. Tony Todd's supposed to be in the new um, one, right? It's like a he is. cameo or something, or just like a... He's not supposed to be Candyman, but he's supposed to be in it. And then um, Jordan Peele is directing it, or producing it, I think. Okay. So that'll be fun. Us was alright. My, my so. last movie is Halloween Kills, which is <laughs> supposed to be the sequel to the most recent Halloween movie. Which they were like, oh, it's over. But it's not over. Because there's this one and another one. Is it ever really over? Never, because Michael Myers will always come back. (sighs) As long as Hollywood knows that they can make money, it's not over. Yeah, so long as Jamie Lee Curtis... I I just hope... I hope Halloween Kills has a cameo from Paul Rudd. Oh, God. That was one of his first big... uh, H2O. Big breakthrough movies. Was it H2O or H... or? Uh, no, it was, um, The Curse of Michael Myers. That's right. Where they explained that Michael Myers is just the embodiment of evil. Because he was conceived on Sam Hain or some shit, yeah. Yeah. Shit's good. It's so good it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 whatever. Alright, um, so we'll move on to TV. Uh, anything you guys are excited for, for no, TV? No, fuck no. No. <laughs> no. For some reason, I thought there was, like, more Adventure Time stuff coming out, but there's not. Uh, wait, are they stopping the, uh, Distant Lands specials? I haven't, I can't find anything about, I, I mean, thought they I, were I do think a couple they more. are. I thought they were, but I, did, I don't know. I can't Obsidian's really good. Them. That's the one. I haven't watched the BMO one yet. Apparently, the, the BMO one is a prequel, and Obsidian is almost certainly, a, it is a sequel, without saying anything else. We'll say, we'll say I'm excited for distant lands even though i'm not 100 percent sure we're gonna say it's coming out in 2021 yeah sure more of it is do your own research and let us know i don't i tried to find stuff but i don't know i i'm excited i mean i disenchantment season three is supposed to come out um and then a bunch of marvel stuff Uh, apparently there's supposed to be a revival season of dexter so apparent oh sorry not to interrupt oh go ahead um, apparently there is going to be a third and a fourth episode and they're titled Wizard yeah. City and Together Again. I was to say, yeah, I just saw that. So yeah, there is more coming out, but I don't know when. Uh, question mark. Because considering, uh, the BMO special came out 25th of June and then November 19th was Obsidian. Who knows? Maybe like June next year or June this year. Oops. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I guess Snowpiercer season two. I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's just dumb fun for me. Sean Bean is like Mr. Willard in this, so whatever. So you were saying Snowpiercer exactly? So originally it was a comic book, like a French comic book, and then uh, I don't want to get his name wrong. Hold on. And then it was adapted into a movie by Bong Joon Ho, the guy who made Parasite. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask if this was supposed to be in relation to the movie. No, it's a completely renewing. It's, it's a completely different universe. I think Bong Joon Ho is like a producer on the show, but it's the same premise. It's the same premise of the world. They tried to stop global warming by shooting like some stuff into the atmosphere, like Bill Gates is planning on doing. Supposedly, according, awesome. according to the conspiracy 
sites that I uh, lurk on. And then, like, it just blacked out the sun and plunged the world into a permanent winter. And then there was this big train that was built. That was That's the premise. Um, the movie was great. movie is really good. I loved the movie. Yeah, he's an executive producer on the series, so... The movie was very, I think, underappreciated. Like, I feel like I don't know a lot of people that have seen it. And it was... I thought it was awesome. I've seen it, like, three or four times now. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good one. The ending's kind of lackluster, but I think it's supposed to be that way. I agree. Uh, It's got Captain America in it, so... Yeah, you got sexy cap. Yeah, America's ass. <laughs> it makes you th- think differently of Captain America. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's one specific line in the movie. I mean, there's a, there's a couple things that they, I, they do that makes you kind of question. Captain you question America. Cap's morality yeah. in that movie. It's a really, really weird. Do. It's a really weird sequel to Winter Soldier called Winter Train. <laughs> It's when Bucky dies for real. <laughs> and then Revenge Cap plunges just gets the world a, into a permanent winter. And just gets on a train and just Disguise fucking loses it. Disguises himself as an ordinary man. But yeah, I, no, TV sucks, I think, for a lot. And But I guess John has some stuff to talk about. No, like I said, Disenchantment Season 3, which I like that series. It's pretty good. Because, season 2 is okay. Just because Matt Groening's involved. Yeah. <laughs> and then Miss Marvel, Loki, and She-Hulk are supposed to come out sometime next year, so we'll see if those are going to be any good. I'm hoping that they'll be decent, seeing as Mandalorian's done really good for the Star Wars universe. Oh, God, it's going to be on Disney+, Plus, isn't it? Mm-hmm. More to not pay for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I just won't watch these specials. Oh, my button is bumping against my mic stand. Oopsies. Hopefully that's not too annoying. Oh, no. Disney Plus is just a a glorified Simpsons streaming service for me. So, music. I think, Q, you're the the music guy. I don't really have anything because I don't really follow any music. Yeah. You're the music man. Uh, I know Prince Daddy and the Hyena is supposed to release an album. They, well, at least Corey Gregory was posting, like, a little bit into quarantine that, uh, they had, like, a bunch of fucking recordings done. Uh, Mom Jeans is putting out another album. Both of those bands are kind of, like, cool, like, I don't know, kind of, like, newer, emo-ish kind of stuff. And then, uh, I don't know if the Garden's doing anything, but they seem to release something every year, so keeping my fingers crossed for that because they had my uh my favorite album of last year so we'll see yeah last time i saw you you're watching a uh stream of them weren't you a stream concert yeah 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 they did uh uh was it like it was more of like a broadcast like it wasn't like a live stream it's like a pre-recorded thing that they streamed but it's, yeah it's still cool but it was something to do since you can't go to any concerts yeah. or shouldn't go to any concerts right now. Oh, I was going to say, I can't even think of any concerts that are uh, happening. Um, There was somebody that I saw went to a concert the other day and I was like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah, so, that, I mean, that's really all I know of. That's the thing, though, is like, 
That's a problem with uh, bands. They don't really announce that kind of stuff like super ahead of time. So No, I feel like every time I hear a band is going on tour, they have already been on tour for like a week or two. And I have to hope that they haven't come to Chicago or in Indianapolis yet. Like most of the time when I catch it, I'm very late to the game always. Just gotta just gotta stay up to date on Insta because I feel like that's the best place to uh, get your music news. I just like have a pro like not a problem, but I just like I don't follow any bands. It's like I love music and I love finding new music. It's just I don't get overly obsessed with any certain people or bands. I don't know. Most of the time when we go to concerts, we go because like it's a band Carly really likes. But I don't know. I suck. Yeah, see, I am the opposite. That's, like, the only thing I do obsess over. Mine's more like movies. I think Tim's in the same vein as that, too, though. <laughs> I don't know. See, I was, yeah. It's movies and video games, basically. <laughs> that the, videos, the latter has been shitty. Um, Next up is hey, anime. What do you, I see you guys got stuff. I don't have anything. I could not find yeah, any the same thing as Tim, anime. Really. Just one Every thing. anime I saw that was coming out next next year, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck yeah. this is. Uh, not it's not on the list of like the in the link you sent us, but I know for a fact I think the Demon Slayer movie is oh, coming dude, to the West this year. Destroying the I don't box think it has yet. In Japan, it was just smashing every record. Oh, it was fucking wild. Demon Slayer was the most popular. Th- anime last year and the year before I think in Japan so it blows like breaking records so I'm not surprised at all um my only kind of thing I'm looking forward to is Beastars season 2 even though I finished the manga I just kind of want to see what they do about that show like I really how like they handle it in the anime God damn it sometimes it's just a little too much for me I haven't started yet I have not started it yet oh it's very big 100% I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if I'm furry enough to do this. And I feel like I've heard really good things, though. It is... It's very good. And if you can put aside the fact that it is 100%... I don't want to say it's a 100% furry bait, but it's taken that way. Very much so. But yeah, if you can overlook the fact that they're animals and just kind of enjoy the story for what it is, and maybe even just like... I mean, in the same way that, you know, people watched Zootopia and they weren't, I mean, the majority of the audience wasn't Yeah. making it a sexual yeah, thing. So. Zootopia, Zootopia didn't really have, like, a lot of uh, sex. Yeah, whereas Beastars does. does. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything everyone wanted in... Everybody wanted that in Zootopia, and they just yeah, put it in an anime. Yeah, don't you remember the pregnancy comic? No. There was a fan comic of Zootopia where Judy Hopps got pregnant. Oh. And that's okay. all I'm going to say. That's all that needs to be said. Yeah. It was like people memed on it for a while and then quickly forgot it. Uh, that's really all I, I mean, all the, yeah, the Demon Slayer movie and this, that's really, I don't think there's anything else coming out this year that I'm, like, super excited for. I'm excited for Attack on Titan to be over. I haven't even started it. I'm sick of, it's fine. Like, the show is so, 
the show and the manga so overwhelmingly average that I'm just excited for its rabid fan base to slowly pitter out. I want to... I, I feel like that's what contributed it doing so well was that it was so okay. <laughs> like it, it brought in a wider group of people than... Yeah, it wasn't super like niche. It had just like the right amount of weirdness for people, but in the same amount, like the fights are really well choreographed and... And I feel like a lot of people that I know that weren't into anime got into it through that. Fair. So I feel like it just like, I don't know how, but it was just so broad and average that everyone's like, oh, I don't mind putting it on. I don't want to be a gatekeeper. It's just like there's so many better things out there, but you can enjoy what you want to enjoy. And it's that's the beauty me. of anime. There's so yeah. many different varieties. Yeah, there's literally, do whatever. Like, there's literally an anime for everybody if you really look, so just enjoy what you want to enjoy. I'm not gatekeeping, but fucking Attack on Titan is so overwhelmingly average. I don't understand why people are like, it's the best show ever made. But that's just my <laughs> opinion, and I have shit taste, so. Right, I mean, I can't say much because you're talking to a guy that his favorite anime is Dragon Ball and Naruto, So, and everyone always shits on those for being overwhelmingly like anime like there's nothing much yeah it's like baby's first animes and those are my top starter animes if you will my favorite anime is about uh space aliens making people live under the earth and that's kind of a spoiler but whatever (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot more to Um, it than that baby yeah there is (laughs) <laughs> I could have just said it's the anime broad. about puberty. That's every anime. True. That's every that's every uh Gynax slash trigger anime. That's correct. <laughs> Even Gellion, the show about puberty. And the Bible. <laughs> and the Bible. So I think that's good for anime. Uh so gaming. Um Gaming Quinn, what do you got? Uh, I'm pretty stoked for Guilty Gear Strive. I think that's an April release. Just a 2D like anime fighter. Are you only excited because they showed off that guy? Uh, Faust. Yeah. Well, yeah. Faust is. I'm like not. My I'm not character. like again. I'm not gatekeeping. I don't like these games, but I know you really like enjoy that character's design and like mechanics and shit. Yeah, he's really cool. He's like pretty much just like a character based off of RNG, like. All of his move, like his projectiles, there's just like random things that can come out. It's pretty cool, but yeah, no, it's a, it's probably like really the only 2D fighting game that I can like actually get into. Which I've been trying to play like one of the older ones on Steam, but everybody I match up with online has like 500 plus games played, so I just keep my so shit they just corner smacked. trap you and fucking infinite juggle. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, that's the reason I can't get into fighting games because people dedicate their lives to them yeah and I, they're too good and i just feel like i get squashed like a they're fucking insect good. yeah that's why i don't play smash anymore because every all my friends got too good and i can't it's do all right it. no one plays smash anymore well just, just pedophiles that... yeah well <laughs> what <laughs> uh last year there was a lot of pedophiles that got out in the smash community really yeah mm-hmm. And by a lot, I mean I know of at least two. 
So uh, there's like zero. I can't think of any, but I, I honestly there was probably like a good like four or five that like yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, no one plays melee anymore because they're not allowed to. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nintendo so. shuts down all the slippy tournaments because they're like, uh, you guys are using illegal versions of our game that we don't sell that we can't possibly, like, literally can't make money off of. Yeah, that's it, it drives me nuts. And like, I'm not even, even like, a huge Nintendo fan anymore, but I, like, I was talking about that with friends of ours who are, and I was like, this is such a bad business decision that I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, because it's, like, literally, like, okay, well... Okay, I get you don't want people emulating your games or whatever, but this is a game you haven't sold in goddamn however many years. Uh, like almost twenty. Yeah, almost almost twenty years probably. Yeah, it came out in two thousand one, if I'm not mistaken. And obviously, yeah, they're not selling it anymore. They haven't sold it in nearly twenty years. They don't sell the hardware for it. Yeah, even if you were to buy a physical copy of it, you wouldn't be supporting Nintendo, you'd be supporting a reseller, so it's like, why, what, why? And all of the money for that, all the money for that tournament that we're talking about, I think, I don't remember where it was or how, but all that money was supposed to go to charity, wasn't it? No, so, uh... Oh, I'm thinking of the Joy-Cons thing. What it was is, like, yeah, so they were gonna do a Slippy, which is, like, how you play Melee online... Uh, through like this emulator thing and the tournament got shut down I think it was uh, fuck, what tournament was it it's one of like the really big smash tournaments that happens every year but obviously you can't have that many people in one area so after it got shut down uh, that's what people did is they uh, uh, started or I don't know if it ever came about but people were just like okay we're gonna organize a charity tournament and uh, I'd like to see Nintendo try to shut this down and if they do then, uh, yeah, we know they're bad people. That's just bad PR, yeah. And then they did, right? I don't know if they did, but like, well, I can tell I you for a fact that pros are super for it. The um, you know, do you know about the Etika Joy Cons? No. So there was a uh, there was a I don't know who was organizing it, but someone was going to make custom Joy Con shells with uh, like I don't know if it was. The Joy-Con boys, I think, was what they called it. Like, that, the little symbol yeah. on it. And they were yeah. just going to be all black, and they were going to be in remembrance of Etika. The, and who de- for people who don't know who Etika was, he was a very popular YouTuber who unfortunately um, took his own life last year. And he was a big part of the Smash community. And they were going to make uh, all the money that they made from those, they were going to donate to a suicide prevention charity. And Nintendo uh, seasoned and desisted them. Oh, Oh, and yet they let games like Nexomon Exo- Evolution become a thing. Yeah, it's literally just a Pokemon ripoff on Switch, PS4, and PC, and Xbox, and Temtem. But Temtem's at least got original designs. So I just lost a lot of respect. Oh, for me too, bud. And all that stuff with huh. the tournament, and then the Joy Cons all happened within like a week of each other. Yeah. Fucking Christ. They, uh, I don't know what they're thinking, but, um, kind of don't want to switch anymore, honestly. Like, I wanted one real bad, and then, like, all this stuff happened, and I was like, fuck it. Dude, I have one, and I barely play I just it. wanted it. We barely play I, I realize now that I just wanted it for Animal Crossing, and now I, I know I wouldn't even play it that much. 
So I just got like I realized that, and then I was uh, like, I'll just we, buy a PS Five. <laughs> we just played a fuck ton of Animal Animal Crossing and Zelda, and that was it. And then we got burnt out, and we I don't remember the last time I even turned it on. Yeah, I just played Zelda on a uh, completely legal Wii U. <laughs> we usually um, will only turn it on when we have people over and we play like Mario. Kart. Yeah, it's. Most of the time, that's when we turn it off. Yeah, so to get away from Nintendo before me and Quentin go on tirades, I think. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about other games. I, I'm just going <laughs> to rattle off some stuff that I'm excited for in no particular order. Hitman 3 comes out in a couple of weeks. I might just wait. If they're doing like the episodic thing that they've done for the last two games, I'm just going to wait so I have more content to play with. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon is going to get a PS5 version in March. I think, or April, which is a game that's already been on PS4, but I want to experience it on PS5, so I've been waiting. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, which I think is just the working title, is supposed to be coming out this year, but who knows? Because they've not set a release date, or even a quarter, which after Cyberpunk is probably a good thing. Let it come out when it's ready. I feel like no one should set um should set release dates for games anymore. Just release it when it's done. Yeah. Uh <laughs> just like two weeks before it comes out, be like, hey guys, it's gonna come out. Far Cry six is supposed to come out some point early, I think quarter one. So Yeah. We'll see about that. It's got Giancarlo Esposito as the main villain, who I really like. Maybe it'll be good. I think that's going to be good mostly just for him it's basically supposed to be cuba but not cuba so it'll be interesting to see how that story because all of them take place in like very fictional places based on real life places even the one that's very clearly set in america is like a fictional town in montana or fictional county in montana so um so yeah, that'll be fun, I think. I hope. The Far Cry games are always usually like at least 8 out of 10s for me, even if sometimes the story's kind of lacking. I kind of need to get into them. I haven't played, I don't think, any of them. 3 was my favorite game ever when it came out. It was so fun. 3 was and fun. Then, yeah, that game was fantastic. And then 4 was kind of okay. Primal was fine. 5 was okay it's pretty good i liked it it was fun and then new dawn was fought reskinned five and i didn't care for it very much it was average i remember like when three came out and i played it and i was like god damn this game looks so good and then like <laughs> i like i don't even remember like if i i don't think i replayed it but i think i like saw something about it not too long ago and i was like oh my god you probably saw the remaster this that got released like this you probably saw the remaster is, that got released, and it's uh, it's a little rough. Yeah, it's a little rough around the edges. But yeah, I, I had the same feeling back in the day because I'm pretty sure I was the one who showed you that game, and I was like, "You got to see this shit." Yeah, I think so. And now it's, we're like, probably almost ten years on, and we're like, "Oh, this is how far we've come." Right. <sighs> but that's it for video games for me for now. So. 
Yeah, the only ones I can add to it is uh, Halo Infinite, which was supposed to come out with the Xbox release, <laughs> but they pushed it all the way until next fall <laughs> because of Craig. Fucking Craig. It's just because of Craig, so fuck you, Craig. So bad. It was so And funny. anyone named Craig at this point. It's so... The whole story behind that trailer was so good. It was supposed to be an Xbox yeah. conference, and they're showing an alpha PC build. Oh my god, who makes yep. these decisions? Somebody did, and somebody probably got fired. I hope. That was so fucking bad. Um, besides that, the only other one um, is Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League, oh, yeah. which it's supposed to be late 2021. The game looks... But I heard that they maybe. could be pushing to 2022. We haven't seen any actual gameplay. No, just the Kinda trailer. Like, like the theatrical trailer for it. Mediocre. Oh yeah, Arkham Knights. I forgot about that. That looks pretty good. It looks fine. I, I think it would be. I think it's going to be best with friends. But I think I think playing it alone would be a very boring experience. I heard that it's supposed to be like a soft reboot of the Arkham series. So yeah. like, I feel like there's going to be a good story. But I feel like uh, I th- the playing so, with friends is really going to save it. I think it's supposed to be a soft reboot, and the trailer shows like. Batman is dead and like people know that Bruce Wayne is Batman but I also think it might just be a setup for Batman International to be a plot or Batman Incorporated or whatever they called it I think that's gonna be I think that I think that might be a a, like a I don't know that's just speculation purely from the trailer that's a good speculation though I will say that there's like four playable characters um Batgirl Red Robin, uh, Red Hood. Yeah, uh, Red Robin, Batgirl, Damian Wayne, Nightwing, and then uh, oh, yeah. Red Hood. Damian Wayne. Because they have... So it's five? I think they have... They have four in the trailer, and then Red Robin was mentioned, just not... Yeah, I think... I think yeah. it's going to be like an add-on character. Probably. And that's that's Tim Drake, so I would assume that he would be in it, because he was in the last Arkham game. Yeah, yeah, it was. And so it was Red Hood, so... I don't know. We'll see. I'm curious to see how they bring up the Damian Wayne storyline when Bruce is... Dead. Not there Quote anymore. Unquote, dead. Like, dead, technically. You know, he's not, but he is. Yeah, because I don't think they even teased Damian in the Arkham games. No. Never once. Because Talia dies in the second one. Spoiler, but... Yeah. And so does, um... Or Raish. Uh, he comes back in a DLC for Night. Oh, that's right. He does. And then you're left. I with forgot the, about that. You're left with the moral quandary of Batman: of Do I left let Raish die or let him get to the Lazarus pit? Just let him die. I think that's the. I think that's the correct choice. I honestly, because Batman's not explicitly killing him, but he's cutting off his access to the Lazarus pits. Yeah. But, um, well, I guess that's it. Unless you guys got anything outside of those realms of pop culture that I brought up. Uh, I think Not that's really. all of our picks for 2020 releases, 2021 releases, 2021, 2020 is over. I think the, the heavens, I don't know what you believe in. I don't really believe in heaven, so I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> uh, so I guess just... Let's figure out where we can find everybody, and uh, we'll call it a night. So, um, 
Tim, where where we find? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Letterboxd. Uh, search up the name Timmy C. That's me. I don't remember the last movie I reviewed. I haven't watched any like real movies in a while. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Hot Pink Waffles. Also on Twitter at Hot Pink Waffles. Um, you can find the show at Rewind and Reload at Rewind and Reload. I don't remember. I think it's at Rewind Reload for Twitter. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Rewind. Because I just reload. I just put it in my bio the other day. So, yep. Quint, where can we find you? Um, also on Twitter at Gondola Driver. Uh, that's really it. All right, and then um, you can find me at John Morgenthaler. I still have my Instagram down it right now. For recording, but I'll probably open it back up pretty soon. I was kind of trying to take a break so I could focus more on the podcast socials. So you can find the podcast at rewind period reload period pod, or just look up rewind reload on Instagram. It also pops up that way. You can email us at rewind and reload podcast at gmail.com. I'm currently, as of recording, waiting on some art to come out. And then after that comes out, we will be posting on YouTube the old podcasts and then the newer, you know, leading up to these newer ones, eventually once we catch up, um, you know, pretty consistently. And like Tim said, uh, Rewind Reload over on Twitter. And that's about it, I'd say. Hell yeah. So we will catch you in two weeks. And hopefully see you um, on some different social areas. I don't know. Fuck it. We're done. (laughs) Cutting it off.